0: Yo, mic check. Is this thing on? Can you hear me? Guru, are my levels good? Turn me up. <laughs> Here you go. All right, we good. All right, Guru, we ready. You know what I need? What? You know how rappers got a cool ad lib before they start rapping? Oh. Okay. I need one of them. Before I really start going, I need an ad lib. But I need an ad lib, though, before I start. So, so you know it's me. So you want something to. Okay, so like, okay. You, you Like, we talk about E-40 all the time. The ooh. When you hear that, you know it's E-40. So, I need something like... I mean, I can't do, like, the West Side Gun. He already got
1: that. po boo boo. Like, I oh can't God. do that. So, already. you need a Quavo, like... Or Benny be the Butcher. The, studio. the Butcher coming, nigga. Like, I need something <laughs> yeah. like that.
0: The Potter coming, nigga. No?
1: Lord, help me. This man is over here. you' gonna be thinking of ad-libs all week. Like, wait, what about this one? What about, gonna this, one? What about this one?
0: I'm going get I swear I'm gonna get something. Anyway... Alright, this is episode 2. Episode 2, a 2 P's and a podcast. It is your boy Jay Will. And KK. We are here. Um, thanks to everybody that supported the first time, yeah, man. It was, was really cool, dope. Though. We got a pretty good reception and um everybody showed love for the most part of I me mean, besides a lot of people that were supposed to show love but didn't. Y'all know who y'all are. But um good looking out. We ain't everybody. hating. We ain't hating. No, nah, y'all will come around when we you know what I'm saying, when we get hot for real, for real. Then y'all gonna be wanna be a
1: part of that real quick i wanted to address something so i we asked for your guys' feedback too of course because you're the yeah. listeners and we got a lot of people like oh you know we could tell your nerves and yada yada and obviously we were nervous yeah that was the um, first time we ever yeah, recorded it was first episode and we didn't really know like how to get comfortable so i just feel like now we're at a place where we can just be ourselves and we were just like wow that was so easy to do like why, yeah. why was it an issue so it i mean it's just like public speaking I think yeah. I'm great at public speaking, but dude, this is different. I don't know. But it's it was different. cool. It was but cool to get the feedback.
0: We, neither one of us have anything in media. We've never done anything like this before. So now, it's you know what I'm saying? We're just finding a rhythm, you know, just finding how we want to do things and getting used to doing stuff like this around each other. And then, you know, we're going to be hit on the ground and running. I think we are now, though. I think this yeah. is... <laughs> we're about, we about to be there.
1: Oh, shoot. Tonight's episode might have y'all uh, yeah, and, feeling and, away.
0: And that's the thing. So... You know we're we're getting comfortable with everything, but I'm the one. You're the if one. we get canceled, it's gonna be my fault.
1: I feel like it could be either one of us because, and that's another thing. Whatever we say on here, this is our platform, so we speak our minds. If you don't agree with it, then y'all y'all just gonna have to deal with that's it personal issue. Yeah, Because yeah, yeah. we, I mean, we speak our minds, we have opinions, everybody's entitled to them, we just speak to them. And we'll say the shit people, other people don't want to say. Yeah. yeah. Or want to bring to, bring shed light on. So, I mean, that's not... I mean,
0: and we say what we want to, and we're welcome to people not agreeing with it. If you got something to say about it, I mean, we have comments in YouTube or whatever. Yeah, like, for sure, man. I shoot back too. So, if you got something to say, we can always have a quick back and forth. And that's
1: the thing too is we're both we both have really open minds. So, if there is something that you don't agree with, you got to come with some facts yeah. on why. <laughs> like yeah. we we have very we're very opinion not opinionated. i would say we have strong um, opinions on things. So yeah. it's just. You know, you gotta make sure there's a balance.
0: Yeah, there's gonna there's there's no filter anymore. Mm-mm. Like there's no filter on any of this. So yeah. like I said, if we get cancelled for whatever reason, it might be me.
1: We ain't getting canceled. I'm still put up. Because those. this is episode two,
0: like the first one the nerves are gone. Yeah,
1: yeah. Now yeah. I'm kinda in my bag though. Yeah, so I'm now I'm about to stuff now.
0: Nah. Yeah, I'm about to be saying whatever the fuck I want to, Like, because this is. Please don't get us canceled.
1: I like doing this. <laughs> Alright, you're right.
0: Okay, so you want to start off with some positive? You know, this is still yeah. Black History Month, so this is episode two. We got another black um, figure, current figure that's making current history to go ahead and um, introduce. So you can go ahead and go first. Ladies first. Thank you. Yeah, go ahead. Um,
1: so I was trying to avoid doing like a woman every week because, I mean, obviously I, I I am a woman. So I always want to shout out my ladies and pay credit where it's due. But um, I just wanted to, you know, like get more involved and learn about other public figures that are making headway in the mm. black community um but this week i also picked another black woman her name is tarana burke and she's actually the founder of the me too movement remember when that was going around the me too movement yeah so was it was getting
0: canceled left and right
1: yeah and um so i was unaware of how in-depth it was so mm. she started the me too movement in 2006 and no yes 2006 but Alyssa milano the white girl that Mm -hmm. shared about it on twitter she made a post about it because her too like something happened to her and so she i mean so (laughs) something happened to her so she shared on it and shared her story to twitter and it blew up after that okay but this has been going on for since oh six which was crazy to me so she shared that in 2017 so this Foundation that was going on for 11 years before, before it got that. any clout. But okay. thankfully, the program she started was able to lead the trial of Harvey Weinstein and had so many other women come got out you. and um, share their stories. And it was just, you know, it's something that was close to my heart too. Um, so it was just something that she was able to create a platform for young women older women whoever Mm -hmm. to actually share their story and their voice and they were heard and you know i remember seeing the hashtag all over and i was like damn her 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 i would have never expected and it was just like everybody was so it was a relatable topic because of how
0: how many people went through something it
1: was and i guess i just never thought about that and her creating that just created something that was able to um connect the dots for a lot of women and as sad as it the situation may be it needs to have some light shed on it i mean it needs yeah. to be um because
0: like we say with transparency when you do something like that you let it be known that people that are going through that aren't the only ones mm-hmm. And it gives somebody the courage to speak up because they're like, oh, so-and-so went through that. They can speak up. Yeah. Now I can tell my story. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's big. Yeah.
1: And it, I guess for me, it was, um, it was just the awareness of it at that point. Because there's so many times where people talk about um, being molested as a child. Like, you hear so many stories. But mm-hmm. to see other women going through the same or similar situation- common yeah i mean people bond on trauma so yeah, yeah, you know sure. you've seen a girl you went to high school with that posted the me too you might like be like hey you know i never and did it this might be
0: like prom queen that you thought had the perfect life and yes. everything was handed to her and she been through some real shit
1: yeah exactly yeah so shout out to Tarana i just wanted to shed light on her and um thank her for creating that platform for women and men too it's i mean men would have been sexually victimized as well so yeah
0: i've been preyed on my whole life <laughs> like but, you know i lost my virginia at 12 oh here we go so you know and she was a little 12. bit older so 12. yeah she's a little bit older than how me how do
1: you even know what to do with it at 12
0: because my brother watched pornos when he thought i was asleep <laughs> i'm not gonna say what your brother he was over there <laughs> wanking <laughs> his shit no, I 10 was, years old i was asleep <laughs> But yeah, that that is dope though to have that platform for people to go ahead and speak their mind, and like I said, it helps other people too. For
1: sure, definitely. Who about, who, um, what about you, babe? Who so
0: about you? <laughs> my 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 current, the person that to me is making current history is Colin Kaepernick. Um, Shout out peop- Cap. Yeah, man. You know, he so basically the whole thing started with him sitting during the national anthem. They weren't even him kneeling first. Mm-hmm. He sat, and there were people like um vets and like soldiers like yo that's disrespectful so he reached out to um um what's the word um a veteran Mm -hmm. he reached out to a veteran like yo i want to make this stance what's the best way for me to do that and not be disrespectful to
1: wasn't the veteran white as well
0: he was caucasian yes yeah he was i almost said a bad word i'm so i'm half white y'all so i can say things yeah he was a cracker (laughs) (laughs) but no um Uh. So he, so the guy told him, like, look, you know, we fight for rights for people to speak their minds and all that stuff. So the best way for you to do it is to take a knee. There's no disrespect. So that's what he did. And everybody knows what came of that. You know, mm-hmm. it was him disrespecting the anthem and the flag and all that other stuff. Um, so he got blackballed from the league.
1: When they said, when he told him to take a knee, that is a, that... Is something that they do in the army when they lose a life, when one of their—that's like a high ass respect. Yeah, it is.
0: Yeah, yeah, but
1: it's also like um not like a just dis- you know, like you're losing a part of your community. So we were losing people in our black community. Yeah, and that was yeah. our way to show respect to that aspect.
0: Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. So he told him, "Yo, take a knee." So that's what he did. He got blackball from the league um is he playing here? he's still blackballed he wow. still ain't got no deal and he'll never get a deal you know they went to court he'll
1: never get a deal isn't that insane
0: <laughs> is it i, <laughs> I think don't. so i don't know y'all i yeah. have to tell us where that's from but <clears throat> he had a thing going with the NFL, like a lawsuit it has a settlement and all type of stuff so they'll probably never let him back in mm-hmm. but you know if you think about everything that went on with george floyd and brianna taylor and all that stuff of how the NBA and the sports world was with everybody magnified it. In, and magnified you it. You know, the, when they was in the bubble in the NBA, they had Black Lives Matter everywhere. On the court. They mm-hmm. had say her name, shirts. Like, yep. it was huge. And to me, I feel like he started that. Right. You know what I'm saying? The action that he took, he started that and it just, you know, people finally latched on and <clears throat> I mean, there's still but people why? talking about it all the
1: time. So, because the NBA players were also taking knees. Um, so why, and that, that's why you back, think the NFL was, Super racist. Yeah.
0: Because NBA players, there were all the owners for the NBA was like, Yo, do what makes y'all like they canceled games. There was teams like, yo, we're not playing today. Yeah. And the, the owners usually back them for that. Like, you know what? We support y'all. Or whatever. The NFL owners was like, Look, another one of y'all take a knee, y'all not gonna have a job.
1: That's crazy.
0: You know what I'm saying? So it was it was just totally different. And um, you know, I feel like he's like Muhammad Ali, Mm -hmm. right? He decided, yo, I'm not um, fighting in the Vietnam War. They tried to draft him. Mm. And he's like, yo, I'm not fighting. You know what I'm saying? The Viet Cong ain't never called me a nigga. What the fuck am I fighting for y'all? I got no problem with them. So he went to jail and came back. And in a way, I feel like Kaepernick has almost that same type of impact like that was career suicide yeah it was you know what i mean so like he needs to be recognized almost as much as muhammad ali even though the times were a little bit different and it may have been a little bit more impactful for ali i feel like kaepernick's not that far below
1: but didn't you tell me that he had set up a a workout
0: so he set up a workout but the nfl basically set him up to fail it was like, okay, this is what time. You have no time to prepare. You got to work with our players instead of yours. Because quarterbacks, when they have stuff like that, they have their receivers that they're comfortable with. Mm-hmm. They try to give them some random guys. They give them like a week to prepare. He like, yo, I'm not doing that. This isn't fair. Yeah. So I have my guys. Y'all come to my workout where I want it to be at. Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know. They didn't like that so he's still not there so well
1: shout out cap i mean yeah, cap
0: man that, that was dope man he's he's making history right now
1: for sure yeah but i mean that's gonna be in history books yeah, for, for sure, sure. for, for sure.
0: sure i i agree that's but sad. you know um Speaking of um, our, our black people that we respect, like, ha. don't we got some smoke that we got to address? We got some smoke a little bit. We got some smoke, like. We
1: got some smoke. You know, so,
0: we, we had a, a conversation, uh, what was that last week? hmm A couple what's, days ago. What's the backstory before we get um, into all it? All
1: right. So, I'll get into the backstory. Go ahead. Um, so, oh, actually, last week, I said nigga in our uh, podcast, and... <laughs> <laughs>
0: she's she like uh, we she said that she wasn't comfortable saying that word. i
1: ain't i'm not and it's, sometimes it just comes out because he says it a lot so it's my fault it's a filler word it's a good filler it's- word but um so i don't know if you guys are aware but there's a country singer named morgan wallen mm-hmm. right he is i think he's like 22 23 yeah, early 20s i'm not yeah, really, really sure right. i don't know the full story on it but you know jared and i were having a conversation because he was canceled last canceled the past couple weeks, um, because a video surfaced of him saying
0: he was rapping a Meek Mill song a Meek Mill right? song years saying, ago like eight me. or
1: nine years ago Reci- or maybe not that long ago but it was an oh, old I video know. of him saying you know rapping a Meek Mill song and using that word and they which called it a, a
0: racial slur which he was a teenager at the time
1: yeah I mean he was young either way uh-huh. it it doesn't so, you singing that song amongst your friends.
0: Okay, so my
1: okay, there. I want to One go more. Go ahead. Go ahead, go
0: ahead. Um, <laughs> oh, I got dang, smoke you for made you.
1: Lose my train of thought. You better
0: find it because I'm <laughs> on your ass.
1: Anyways, um, yeah, so he was canceled last week and mm-hmm. he, they said it was a racial slur. Some more stories did come out that he
0: uses that a lot,
1: uses the word a lot, and um. You know, it, it's, a, it's a friendly word he uses. It's not like him calling somebody a nigger, you know. So it, he's okay. just, what up, my nigga? You know, like, what you say to your friends.
0: Yeah. So. Now, I did say that I don't think he should be canceled for something that happened years ago when he okay, was a Okay,
1: so that was, our, that was our argument is I, I said, should he be canceled? And Jared said, no, he shouldn't because not that you. was, I mean, he was young. That's his adolescence, you know, like people make mistakes. And, and
0: let's be real. White boys say "nigger" amongst themselves all the time. I'm sure. Yeah,
1: yeah I'm yeah. sure of it. Yeah. But I guess this this is where our conversation got heated because I said, "Why does it bother you if they if they say it in a friendly manner?"
0: Because white people shouldn't say the word in any manner.
1: Neither should black people. Why? That's not. not why is that your word? It's not. It it's a white. Word. It's it's white people's word. white people created that word and called the slaves niggas no they said niggers okay they are okay but why but why did the only reason i in my opinion i feel like the only reason black people changed it to nigga back in the slave days is because of their accent (laughs)
0: like think about
1: it like Back any then. any accent or movie you see with an accent, and I'm talking movies yes. too. Like, not it's not realistic. Oh, are gonna be mad at you niggas. Yeah.
0: Okay, but no, <laughs> that's not okay. So we took the word and made it our own. Why?
1: Why would we want to? Take I don't know word exactly word like
0: why, that. but why not? Because like they said, they they took the you power. You can call of, each other
1: kings. That's what we were before we came here. Kings and queens.
0: They why didn't know we? that. They yes, know. they
1: did. It came from their ancestors.
0: If they were born, if they came over here into slavery, how did they? Yes, they don't you're right.
1: But okay. we, but we know that now.
0: Okay, but how long we've we been calling people niggers? Like we've been saying that word for years. It's just it's it's just what we say now because it's now we turn into a word of endearment. So why can't we say it's this? not it's a word
1: of endearment? Do you know what the slaves had to go through and being called that name? You do you think about how your ancestors would feel if they heard you guys calling each other on a daily basis?
0: Okay, but it doesn't mean the same thing. We say it, it now as, they,
1: they, oh, what's up, my nigga? Like,
0: oh, I love my nigga. Like, it's different. We're not calling, oh, you stupid nigga. We're not doing that. Okay, so why can females call each other bitch? If I call you bitch right now, you're going to be mad as fuck. But you be like, oh, bitch, you crazy. Not friend. the same thing. Oh, I'm going with my bitch. Me calling my, me
1: calling my girls a it's bitch. It's still
0: derogatory.
1: Which I don't.
0: But what yes, you do. I've heard you say it to your friends. Don't lie <laughs> now. I mean, I've heard it, you it's it not
1: like me calling them a bitch. It's just...
0: It's not a word, you. but
1: that word doesn't come from hate.
0: Yes it does. Then why can't I call you a bitch? Cuz
1: I'll slap the fuck out
0: of you. My point exactly because <laughs> it's negative. So we're not calling each other a nigger. I and, understand
1: uh, that, but that word came from one group of people that thought they were superior than another group of people, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Creating a word that destroyed.
0: So you do know what a bitch black, is, right? A that's female called, dog? Okay, so that's you're lower than me. You're a fucking uh, animal. So it's the same thing. It's the same thing. In my
1: opinion, I don't think it's the same because and two different words. I'll call anybody a bitch. I'll call, I'll call you a bitch. I'll call... Anybody no can be a bitch. No, you won't. I'm just saying anybody can be a bitch. Okay. Nigga is only for black people. Right? That's what you're telling me. Yes. That's why white people can't say it because nigga is only for black people.
0: Yes, because white so people... So my,
1: my female friends... Black, white, Asian, Puerto Rican, Haitian, whatever McCarthy the fuck it bitch. is, they're all bitches.
0: Okay, but... The <laughs> they're word, all bitches. Okay, so exactly. Bitch wasn't from white to black to put you down. So that's why I feel like a white person shouldn't be able to say it in any fashion. Okay, because,
1: let me ask you this. Why wasn't Eminem canceled? Eminem said it, and he... Came out and apologized before the video surfaced, but he still he's, said it. So yeah, why he was, said it
0: back in the day when he was basically the same shit that my man is uh, guilty of. Back when he's like eighteen, okay. he said it word. He said that's it in the cool.
1: Song. But the only reason Eminem wasn't canceled is because he's accepted by the black community because of the music he makes.
0: That so that and Morgan the Wallen
1: is a country singer.
0: That, so. That and the times. Now was the time of cancel culture.
1: So now it's So
0: now it's a lot like we're going through a lot of shit where black people are mad at white people all over again because no, of what's I need, going on. I need
1: everybody to keep that same energy. Y'all are just y'all just keep dividing this country more and more because you keep finding shit. Okay, to but mad at. okay,
0: but I said he shouldn't be canceled, but
1: Yeah, but no, no, I'm saying like the media in general is saying, All right, I think black people are gonna be mad if this video services, so let's cancel him now. Just get it out the way. Yeah, they're trying, to, like, they're trying to
0: save their ass. So I, for that's, sure. I guess
1: that's what I just need people to realize: is that don't fall victim to what the media is trying to do to the country.
0: Like I said, he shouldn't be canceled, but he shouldn't be using the word.
1: No, I don't care if you. So your friendly white friend that comes up to you at lunch, he better not call me. And I'm a slap why? in his mouth. He's friendly. He's not saying it. He's not saying it because he has to understand what
0: the root of that word came from. Because his, his, ancestors, his ancestors, that ancestors that he doesn't
1: even live here with.
0: He has the same privilege as them.
1: He doesn't, he's not aware of that. How are you going to fault somebody? He should be
0: aware of his privilege.
1: Okay, but white people play dumb when you say anything about white privilege.
0: Okay, play dumb when it's time to say the word Because it doesn't happen
1: to them, which I understand.
0: Play dumb when it's time to say the word nigga too. Don't say it. I mean, I understand that
1: they should know that they shouldn't say that word. So, But I, I, I guess I'm saying, why does it bother you if it's just friendly?
0: Because it's not friendly to me
1: you think it's that's a just a word
0: that they should not say
1: you think it's a threat
0: it's not a threat but it's a word that they shouldn't say and they should understand that yo that's off limits it's off limits. it's for us why, is, why is that it's something ours that's ours
1: understood not. though
0: it should be it should be I, because okay so most white people know that you cannot say that in front of black people right there's a reason for that
1: so why do white people or i'm sorry why do black people call white people niggas?
0: I don't agree with that either. I get uncomfortable with black people called white people.
1: And lyrics. why do black people make music with the word in it and then don't get upset and then because get upset not,
0: with. Because like um, a rapper that's making it, yes, they're making music knowing that white people are going to support it and they're going to make the, the money off of that. They're
1: just singing the lyrics.
0: What? But what? we're not making it for white people. We're talking to so our people. So that's
1: segregating white people
0: out of music no it's not listen to it you if said you you're
1: not making it for white people we're, we're,
0: when a lot of people we're talking to people that relate to us so if i'm from the hood i'm talking I, to I, people that I, relate hey meek to
1: mill me. i like your music and i ain't never killed nobody i ain't never he sold ain't never killed
0: nobody he ain't i ain't never, a, never
1: sold bricks. But i can't saying, relate to that
0: okay but he's relating to people that know that so he's not making it for you neither he's not making it for the the mixed girl that grew up in the white neighborhood okay so <laughs> he's I, ma- if if i'm rapping right
1: any he's rapper, making it for himself. He's making that he, music. For he's himself. making it for
0: himself and people that can relate to his music. That's what it is. It's people that. can Okay, relate so
1: to it. what if there's white people that can relate to it?
0: I'm sure. Cool, a hey, fucking fair, fair Pablo me. Escobar, <laughs> like okay, Pablo, Pablo Escobar, you the man. You got all the. You had all the drugs in the world, pure cocaine, whatever. Don't call me no nigga though. Period.
1: That's cool and handy, but I just. Um, I feel, okay, so no, 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 think, I feel like, speaking, speaking of that, I feel like y'all let Mexicans say nigga. Do we? Yes, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. How about this?
0: And, they, they never, they, they didn't make that word anything negative. So if you say, if you're Dominican <gasps> or Mexican, you say nigga, you're not okay. saying it, you're okay. not saying it in a negative manner.
1: So you're telling me another hundred years from now, you think black people are still going to be upset.
0: They should be. They should never let. White I don't people think say nobody should say the word. And I'm not. I so told you that energy. because when we first met, she told me, "Yeah, uh... but I he says it say all the time." So it's my fault just because I it, say the word, it is. nigga. It is. You know, no. no, no. Be your own person.
1: I am my own person. You're not I'm an individual. No, you're not individual. You're,
0: no, but no. Nah. So don't say it no more. Okay. She was so against saying it before. Then she it slipped one time. She's like, "Oh my god, I can't believe." it. So I, I, I just kept, kept going. It. And now all the time it's my nigga. This so. No, don't say it no more. If you don't if you think it's so wrong, then keep that same energy when it's time to say something.
1: And I just like personally, I just feel like it is a word that is obviously derived from It came hate. from some it came from and some bad stuff. It yes. is just it's a very degrading word. It has so much um negative energy behind it.
0: And because of that I feel like Um, We know what it came from. We know what our people before us came from. And we're still dealing with the effects of
1: that era. Like we're we're still. But that's not the it's not the fault of the white people living amongst you.
0: No, but it's the fault of their people that put us. Like, we're still in a bad That's spot. That's not
1: their fault.
0: No, I'm not, I'm not saying it has to do anything with the white people now. But what I'm saying, from that era where that word became, when slavery started, mm-hmm. everything that came from slavery, we're still dealing with today. As far as privilege, as far as I got to work twice as hard to get. Let me ask you this. As
1: you think Africans call each other niggas?
0: They don't know no better because they're not from here. That's from that, that they they didn't know what a nigga was in Africa until they came here. Was called us by a white people.
1: I bet you any money if you went to Africa right now and called somebody a nigga, they'd probably cuss you the fuck out.
0: They wouldn't know what you're talking about. If that's not, not
1: true, I'm sure they know what the word is because they listen to music, right? Yeah, they,
0: so they probably don't know the origin of it. So they don't know that it's. I a mean, we can't speak for like them.
1: Period, because they're in a whole different country. They don't even speak English. They know nigga. <laughs> <And> nigga, uh, <laughs> what's up <laughs> nigga?
0: I know BTS nigga, but um, not nah, that they, they don't know no better. You know what I mean? They don't know what that comes from. So if they heard the word nigga, they probably don't think twice about it.
1: Yeah, I guess it just you know. Uh, but for me, it just bothers me that like we everybody uh, just tries to cancel something. Yeah, and they just find any reason oh so and so's even when they cancel tried canceling kevin Hart from something he said 10 years ago like right. they were looking for something to cancel that man on
0: yeah because he made the gay comment yes all right 10 years ago and he's a comedian you can't hold anything against a comedian no you
1: really can't comedians
0: are the one person that can get away with saying anything yeah they're funny like. they want
1: to make somebody laugh yeah and if don't. it doesn't make you laugh it might make the next person laugh Yo, well, i laugh at
0: all that inappropriate shit <laughs> so regardless of what it is I yeah there i
1: feel right. like i feel bad sometimes when i like that uh dave Chappelle one when he was wearing the green jumpsuit yeah man when yeah. he was talking about michael jackson i was like this man is cold he he's a cold a about the
0: and he's the greatest of all time to ever do stand up in my in my opinion Ooh,
1: and he's back on netflix so make sure y'all check out the Chappelle show i'm a
0: binge it at work
1: yeah no. we started watching it together for a hot minute
0: yeah because she had never seen it before i saw
1: like some episodes but never she's seen he, clips
0: on social media
1: that ain't true
0: I watch that shit. I probably watch every episode like ten times. Mm, dang, least. my ear keeps doing <laughs> <through the> thing. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. So, um, but speaking of like what it that what what the word nigga and what those white people did to us that we're still suffering from now, I guess that's why we know where it came from and we don't want white people to say it because it's almost traumatizing to hear that come from a white person.
1: It is okay, okay. I can I can get with that. It it's just like you don't have the right to say that word and i totally understand that i just think mm-hmm. nobody should use the word and like i said i'm gonna keep watching myself so like catching myself and Shut up, try- nigger. <laughs> 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 i just want to like
0: Nah, like, like i
1: don't like the fact that we reinvent the word why don't we call each other kings
0: we do what's up king we you do. call people king no I
1: have, but i call niggas way more and that's cool I'm t- and but, i'm not telling you, you i don't want you to say it or like that's do what you want to do i just said i just personally don't think i want to use the word anymore or
0: to be honest i want to come up with my own word that i call people because i feel like now king people are like over-saturating that. like why? that's the thing that's or, nothing that can it's be oversaturated cool, but now i feel like it's a it's we a are kings now. and queens it is but i feel like it's a way you should a think now. of
1: yourself as Absolutely. a king or royalty because you are you, de- you you descended from that
0: yeah, yeah, because like we said, Black History doesn't start with slavery.
1: Yep, exactly.
0: You know what I mean? So you're right, but you know, it's just it's traumatizing, and you know, trauma comes from so many different places. Man, like that's one of them. But think of all the other places trauma comes Whew. from. Like, and we live with it. There's people going through things, like or went through things in their life, and it's bother them right now, and they have no clue.
1: And it, it might not even bother them, but it's just so subconscious in the back of their mind that yeah. they do certain things. As a reaction of something that happened to them. And a and lot of that things know. Right. And a mm-hmm. lot of those things happen from childhood. And it's crazy. I've never
0: been to therapy. I want to go. But so many people I know that went to therapy, like they'll put those pieces together. You'd be like, damn, that's why I'm that way.
1: I went to therapy when we first started dating. Mm. Um,
0: I was jealous.
1: <laughs> and. I talk so damn much. I was telling her this lady what was wrong with me. And she's like, have you ever thought about being a therapist? Because <laughs> like <laughs> I was literally connecting the dots for myself and telling, yeah, I'm like this because of this happened to me. And then I do this because that happened to me. Oh, and then this. And it was just like, I'm able to realize it. And I guess I realize that a lot of people aren't. That's a great thing, though. Yes, and I thought everybody was able to diagnose, not diagnose themselves, but analyze their life and be like, wow, 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 you know, like, all oh, of these things happened to me.
0: Well, the crazy thing about that is there's things that you don't know was is an issue. Mm-hmm. So you can't acknowledge you it. Normalize you normalized it. Affecting you you right. normalized it. Right, like, yeah, you, you don't know. It was
1: normal to you. And then I think the turning point for me, so... Um, when i was 10 years old i moved in with my grandma and prior to that i lived with my mom and she was she wasn't very maternal i was the oldest of five and um the turning point for me and i think this might be when i started realizing the difference is i was living with her and it was just not the best environment i mean she had multiple dudes around and um she wasn't very stable and I think she worked at Hungry Howie's like it was just like she was getting by with five kids and she was mm-hmm. d- would drink a lot and it was like that was normal for me right so when I moved to my grandma's when I was 10 years old none of that shit I mean it was a normal it was a normal life <laughs> mm-hmm. and I switched schools and everybody in school I went I was the only black girl at a fucking Shut up! At a <laughs> at um, a Garden City school in elementary in like fourth grade, and I just realized what?
0: What did they call you? Blackie? No, a half African. Oh, a half. That's some of the funniest shit I ever heard in my life. <laughs> but go ahead, I'm sorry. My but <laughs>
1: um, so it was like a turning point for me, realizing that okay, so. That was normal for me. Now, this is the new normal. Like, what is normal? What's normal anyway? (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. shout out to Miguel. But I just, you know, it was just different for me seeing that those two aspects of Mm -hmm. different lives. And I was living both of them because I would still go to my mom's on the weekends. Yeah. So I was just, you know, and I think that was when I was able to analyze my life a little bit, like starting then. Mm -hmm. And now it just trickled into every day, you know, like, realizing little things about myself.
0: Yeah, and, like, I'm the same way. I try to analyze everything, like, damn, why am I this way? Mm -hmm. And, like, there's there's a lot of things, like, I know you've been through a lot. I've been through a lot. Like, you know, I had, like, the opposite, um, like, most people think that in black um, households, the father leaves. Mm-hmm. Like, my mom dipped. You know what I'm saying? Like, we all lived with my dad, and like, I was what, five when my mom left? Well, she
1: didn't like dip. Like, she, didn't, she was not you never knew her. She was
0: involved, but she left the house. Yeah, yeah. So, we all lived with my dad. It was like six of us in the, in the house, you mm-hmm. know? So, it was a lot of us um, in the house, or whatever she he did. held it down. Absolutely. Jesse did his thing. Man. To Jesse. I wish I got to meet him. Yeah, like, he did his thing, but, you know, that was. I try to think of how that affected me. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it affected me too much, but that's still something I remember.
1: I even told you I thought it had a lot to do with like your trust in women.
0: Well, then my he... dad, my, you know, my dad told me not to trust women.
1: Oh. So, Probably because of that. Like, that shit affected her. Absolutely. Yeah. Because of the
0: reason why she left. Yeah. Like, she left because he found out that she was pregnant with my little sister with another guy. With another dude. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, he always told me not to trust women. You know, remember the uh, MC Hammer song, Can't Touch This? Yeah. He used to go around the uh, house like, can't trust them. Do, do, do. He
1: would have loved that on these homes Ain't Loyal songs. Oh, man.
0: <laughs> like, that was his shit. So, I learned that, you know, that might be... A Part of the reason that why I have trust issues yeah, as well because you saw and like that was embedded in my head. He yes. told me never trust the w- women, and yeah. he meant that shit, mm-hmm. so, and I get that, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that had an effect on me. And you know, just growing up, seeing my my uh parents with health issues, both of them had a lot of health issues. That had a
1: positive impact on you, though, because you're very he- he's very health conscious, he's very um you know, Mm -hmm. active and exercising. So I feel like that have a... Because you're like, damn, it runs in the family. You know, like my mom and dad both had health issues. So I have to take care of my temple.
0: I was my dad's baby. Mm -hmm. So i never seen him be completely healthy. Mm -hmm. Me and my dad never threw a ball together. We never went to the park. He never was able to run around with me and go outside and chase me around because he was a little bit older and he had all these health issues. Right. You know, so just looking at that even to this day like seeing my brother struggle with diabetes the way he does i'm like yo i gotta stay on my shit you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. i'm that's traumatizing though to see your parents go through so much
1: yeah for sure yeah like that's and i feel like when i was younger i didn't really think of i wanted i like for you like you had your parents they're like present but like my grandma was taking care of me Mm -hmm. so i wanted to have a relationship so badly with my mom and my dad and yeah i'm i was the one that asked my grandma if i could live with her but my mom said yeah so Uh, once i became a teenager i started wondering like did she not want me like what what was wrong with me like why did she let me go so easy and even like with my dad he wasn't as present as I would like him to be when I was younger. Me and him have a good relationship now, but mm. when I was younger, it was just like my grandparents were my parents and I looked yeah. at them like that. They came to all my sporting events. They made sure that they were at pair conferences. Like they were present. And in the back of my mind, I still knew that I had two other parents that kind of just were doing their own thing and figuring out life on their own. And I always wondered like, why wasn't I enough? Which, trickled into relationships and acceptance and as i'm older now i'm thinking like man before i met jared and even like other relationships i wanted so badly to be involved and i wanted to be accepted by somebody i wanted to be loved properly Mm -hmm. you know so i was like looking for love in the wrong places obviously like any boy that gave me attention i was you know like batting my eyes you know i was interested like oh while well, you like me oh yeah let's like take you know whatever and i was always disappointed so it was just like a vicious cycle for me and I, it just always ended in disappointment so i was so used to it and yeah. i was so used to being disappointed so much that i thought that i was going to be disappointed by him so it I just turned out to be that guy uh, yeah you know We'll if, still see about that. We got a whole long time to go.
0: You know I'm that guy or you wouldn't have said yes. That's true. That's very true. But um
1: But yeah, I just, you know, it had, it it took a lot of getting used to for me with the relationship I'm in now to just realize that like this is it, like you're really here. Right. So before it just, you know it a lot of soul searching and yeah. understanding and giving myself time was what I needed.
0: I, um, so like I told you before, I haven't been in many relationships. I never really gave a fuck, mm-hmm. you know, but, um. Just situationships. Yeah, I didn't really like y'all like that. But, <laughs> like, I was always told, yo, you don't have any emotions. You have no feelings. This, He's very
1: nonchalant. I've yes.
0: been told that I have a black hole where my heart is supposed to be
1: i wouldn't say all that i mean you hoses uh, mad wild because i wouldn't say all that he loved me
0: (laughs) yeah but you know i just never really cared like you said i'm really nonchalant about a lot of things nothing affects me Mm -hmm. i'm always one person yeah but um i feel like a lot of that trying to search back to where that could have came from you know i lost so i had like a row of deaths kind of like the closest uncle that i had passed when i was in the eighth grade and that was the first time i seen my dad show any emotion Mm -hmm. this dude was mad militant he never let i never saw him sweat you know what i mean like he was always on his shit so that was the first time i seen emotion from him but then he passed that next year
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and then my mom passed in what three years later um. Yeah. Three years later, right after I turned 18, right before I graduated high school, boom. So that's three huge deaths, and then, you know, I had a daughter pass a few years after that, or a couple of years after that. So I feel like those situations, especially starting with my dad, I've been numbed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Numbed like I've, to death. I've yeah, like I've never really well numbed to everything. Yeah. You know, I never really had any emotion after that. Like so much so that when my dad passed at his funeral, I didn't cry. And, I like, I had family pissed off at me. Like, oh, nigga, you don't care? Yeah. Are you not sad? I'm like, yo, like, yeah, but I don't know how to show it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I didn't cry about invites And like, <laughs>
1: crying, I mean, we tell the kids this all the time. Like, what is crying going to solve? So, mm-hmm. it, you know, yeah, it releases emotion and you feel like a weight's lifted off your chest. But it's not going to bring nobody back. It's not going to fix an issue. So, mm-hmm. it's easy to just cry and let it out to... I, listen, get that off your chest but if it's not i mean obviously it was weighing on you but if it if it's not a solution for you it's not a solution for you
0: and it wasn't and it's crazy because back then i couldn't cry if i tried now if i see something that's
1: like too make a wish foundation yo
0: <laughs> if i see one of them sick kids meet their idol
1: look i know one thing you better cry when I'm walking down that aisle. Or I'm turning around
0: and doing it again. You ain't cry when I proposed.
1: I was like shocked.
0: Right, exactly. <laughs> I ain't crying shit. I
1: can't I don't I told you um, I don't cry when I'm happy.
0: Whatever. I can't happy. So you're cry. not gonna cry when you walk down the aisle?
1: It depends if you cry. I don't know. I don't i am like,
0: hey, cut. <laughs> like we out. Everybody go home. But no. Nah, Take uh-huh. two. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, like if y'all see one of them make a a wish things or whatever and they're, like, meeting their favorite athlete or something like that, I'd be in there. Here's Johnny
1: with LeBron. I'd be over there like, (laughs)
0: like, yo, like, let me turn this off real quick. Or... You seen the videos like when a, a parent like a kid is surprised when their parent comes back from Afghanistan? Oh, those get me. Duh. I I remember
1: watching oh, my first one of those. It was a compilation Man. of it, and I was pregnant with one of the kids. I don't know. And I bawled my eyes out. I mean, like boo hooing.
0: You know, when you get that no homo, but when you get that lump in your throat, like when you' about to cry. Yes. When I get that I'm I gotta this I know it's coming. I'm like, alright, let me go ahead and like
1: I'm glad I met this softy side of like, you. Let me do
0: some push ups real quick because it's about to I hit know, hope. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, I gotta I gotta do something with that because it gets me. But um I but even now, certain things happen and I still don't really let it show yeah. at all. And I sure I do get that from Jesse. I've seen him like that. Yeah. Up until he passed and the, like the things I went through. So you know, I, I don't know. I just feel like that's what makes sense to me.
1: That's, that's I feel where I like it, from. Um, it might be a trauma response, though, too. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. you don't, like, because it, it did affect you so much, certain things. And then it was just, like, a trauma response was just to shut it out. And we've talked about, you know, certain things. Like, there was, I had, like, a really, I had, like, I'd say two really big traumatic situations that happened to me um one i mean i guess i'll be transparent and share it one was when i was a teenager i was actually molested by a family friend and a lot of my fam a lot of my family i think may have suspected it um but you know it went on for a little while and it was it just was really uncomfortable because i really trusted him, you know, he was in the family for a long time. He was married to my cousin actually, and it was just so uncomfortable mm-hmm. to be around family to this day. I mean, I went to a funeral a few weeks ago and I, I just was uncomfortable there. Mm-hmm. And um it's one of those things that I'll probably never get over. Yeah. No. And I don't know how to.
0: You can probably let it affect you less, but yeah. it'll never go away.
1: Yeah. I remember one time I saw him at a pharmacy. He works at a, he's a pharmacist, and I saw him at a pharmacy. I didn't know he worked there, and I was like, I froze. He tried speaking to me, and I froze. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I mean honestly, I, I say this to say that I feel like that was a lot of where my trust issues came because I really trusted this guy. You know, he made you know me not having an active father in my life because during this time I was with my grandparents and my grandpa. He was you know. He's cool, but he just wasn't, he didn't have any kids. He's actually my step-grandfather. So he didn't know how to be a parent for real. Right. And, you know, this other guy, he kind of like took me under his wing, would take me shopping because me and my cousin were the same age. And it was, so I trusted him. Mm. And for me, that it was just shocking. I, I was I was numb. Like you said, I was really? so numb. I didn't know how to feel and how to respond to something like this.
0: And even just from a from another view, me knowing a pretty good portion of who you are, mm -hmm. like that incident from what you told me impacted you your whole life up until now. Yeah, I can tell in different ways for sure. Yeah, I
1: mean trust. Um, just how how I was with men, you know, like Mm -hmm. I didn't know how to let myself like. I, I I. I didn't know how to um, like be myself. I felt like I always had to be somebody else to be or adapt to be accepted. Yeah. Um, and it just was, you know, it was very traumatic for me. Um, it, it still is like, it's difficult sometimes to like speak to, but I just, you know, trying to be relatable. <laughs> yeah, just transparency, um, man. We yeah. Know, we... And you know, like a lot of people just don't, know that others go through that so i'm here to tell you that i did and it was very traumatic and it still affects me to this day and i mean i tried going to counseling i just don't know how to fix it so i worked on myself like self-love loving myself because for a long time i didn't love myself and that was a big reason because i felt like it was my fault a little bit um and Mm. my cousin ended up staying with him and they're still married so that was like a smack in the face so Um, and the other traumatic thing that happened to me, I was like in a very abusive relationship for four and a half, almost five years with my son's father. And I mean, I don't want to get too graphic, but it was, it was.
0: Which being in that relationship and staying in that relationship might stem from the other traumatic thing because you just needed, you just wanted somebody there. Yeah.
1: I was accepted. Yeah. yeah, You know, and for me during that time, I was like, he must really love me. (laughs) <laughs> you right, know like if right. he gets this upset right. and it was so dumb and so naive to think that that's a way of showing love and I just again I didn't know how to be loved properly and like
0: your mental was messed up and yeah. people have to understand these traumatic instances they have real impact on your mental mm-hmm. to the point where you think it's okay to go through things like that or you think it's okay like you're not thinking properly Yeah, your mind is warped in a way going through some of this stuff so you know Just traumatic everything, man. I mean, all the traumatic stuff. I mean, I grew up in a bad neighborhood, you know, at the time. And I seen things I shouldn't have saw or whatever.
1: Everybody has some sort of trauma that affects them.
0: Yeah, all of it. Like, to the point where I went to jail for the the first time when I was 17 years old. And I thought it was funny. You know, like, going to jail and being arrested and seeing people... Beat to a pulp or mm-hmm. seeing guns and drugs here and there it was normal. To it was normal. It was your normal. Yeah, it was normal to me. I didn't shit. My dad had me selling pills when I was 12 years old. Mm-hmm. Like, yo. And when he told to me. me that, I was
1: like, damn. <laughs>
0: like, we, I was like, cut,
1: throw it, ass, fam. My dad bought a brand
0: new, uh, well it was cash, Cadillac, off of that. You know what I'm saying? I would go wherever I would go. He'd be like, look, before you leave, this aluminum foil pack right here has eight <laughs> pills. It's how, If you give them this, this is how much they're going to give you. Yeah. This one here, this one has 12. Give this to so-and-so. They're going to give you this much money. And I used to walk around with these packs of pills on me and was selling them to the point where I came home one day and my dad had a new Cadillac in the driveway. <laughs> you know, but that's normal for me. You know what I'm saying? Like seeing people be on drugs. But my did you
1: mom, know that it was wrong at that time?
0: That that we were selling drugs? Yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah I knew. Did you care? No. Okay. I didn't care. I... I you I could... Kn- I could
1: never see you doing anything like that with your children. No. Mm-mm.
0: No, but... So,
1: and that's another thing. is like the parents we had make us the parents we are today.
0: Yeah, yeah. But that also stems back to like me... Well, not stems back to, but I didn't know things about my dad before he passed. Mm-hmm. Because that makes him so much more now that he had to sell him pills because I heard that he was out there hustling when he was younger oh okay you no know, i didn't learn that until afterwards i was too young to that's talk about what that he about knew stuff. that was normal to him that was normal to him because you had to like find a way and you that's why certain things you
1: know it's so important to break that um what is the word i'm trying to say <laughs> uh cycle cycle um but there's a i'm, I'm like drawing a blank anyways break that cycle generational curse there we go not even like a curse
0: i want to say just
1: yeah just a way of thinking a conceptual Mm -hmm. mind like with a conceptual mind and saying you know like obviously that's what but no one was there to teach him or tell him that hey this isn't okay you know like you shouldn't be doing this with your son. Yeah, do it with yourself. Do what you got to do. But
0: I guess I was the middleman because he was had the health issues too. So he wasn't yeah. going around like that. Yeah, and, yeah. A lot and he of still the time, had to provide. Uh, so like that, right, well, that's why right. you say,
1: like, you're saying different um, aspects of life and just different perspectives. Like,
0: And a lot of the times when he would give me these packs to give, I was going to my white friend's house and his grandma and yeah. uncle and everyone was buying them up. So he was giving them to me knowing I was about to go over there and they was going to be here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he'd be like, look. So since you're so, here, yeah, so and so about to about to ask you for twenty of these. They gonna give you four fifty. Mm-hmm. Here, just bring me the money back when you come back. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of convenient since I was going there anyway. Yeah, you know. So,
1: but I remember there was a time when my mom was married to my stepdad who passed away a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, he was he had Deshaun and Dominic like selling shit in school, like weed bags. <laughs> like <laughs> they was slinging shit when they were. 11 12 years old yeah. and i didn't find out about this until i was older but i was already living with my grandma at this time and i was like if i would have stayed in that household like i'm so thankful that i moved in with my grandma you
0: are not built there. for that
1: not a, like but you don't know that i could have been a whole different bitch out here no you're not built for that i'm just saying i just feel like there were so many different things would have happened yeah, to yeah me. you'd have been a different person yeah i would have probably had five kids by now huh i do
0: now. <laughs> now, now, yeah, for sure, but yeah, it, it would have everything happens and shaped who you are. Yes, I think it's just important to find out why you are who and you
1: dissect are. that. Like your mental health has to be your number one priority. Yeah, that's it for does real. because if it's not, then you're so you're vulnerable. You're naive.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You, you're narcissistic and that's what happens in relationships people don't heal so no. when you're not healing you're unable to grow and to like be your true self no. and i know last week i said that you have to love yourself before you can love anyone else and i don't i don't really want to say that anymore Because, I mean, yes, you should love yourself. Everybody should love themselves. But some people just don't know how to. And people will go their whole lives trying to figure out. Self-love isn't just one day I'm here, this is it. It's a journey. It's a lifelong journey. So you might spend your whole life trying to figure out how to love yourself. And every day gets just a little bit better. Mm -hmm. But if you keep focusing just on that journey and you want to be to that point before you find your soulmate he's probably already gone and married to a bitch that don't love herself so not saying compromise your self-love but be cautious like be to a point where you're in a process of healing Mm -hmm. before you can take that leap with somebody
0: yeah because a lot of y'all be like oh i deserve this and this no you don't why
1: do you deserve anything you
0: don't deserve that because you're not ready for all that because you're gonna get this dude that take care you like crazy and you're gonna fuck his cousin
1: right and then i think it's weird when they say that they deserve certain things like what did you do to deserve that why what do you bring to the table just because you were in a bad relationship before
0: yeah yeah i like, hate when people de- say to
1: me like because they know my past relationship they'll be like see you deserve this like now that i'm engaged like you i could be a that. whole bitch out here Yeah. like why do i deserve this because i was in a shitty relationship before
0: yeah be, and a lot of people not saying you, but you. Some of these people are in shitty relationships because they were just as, as they toxic. were just as toxic. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. yeah, he's whooping your ass because you pulled a knife on him the night before. Like, and you never like, know.
1: And it's like you don't want to say, um,
0: which I don't condone hitting women for any
1: reason. Me either.
0: Let me go ahead and throw that. Or out men,
1: right men can get abused too in relationships. Shit, my brother's baby mama used to beat the shit out of him. Yeah. <laughs> I remember one time I had to pull her off of him. Like she had, he has hair, and she was holding his hair, punching it. I was like, damn, he's, she's beating his ass like a redheaded stepchild.
0: <laughs> yeah, see, that's not cool. That's when you just do a slight little body slam. Yeah. Something like sure. that. Just to back up off me. I back up concussion. off me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yo, that's a whole nother story that I don't think we could talk about. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, we don't got enough time joke, tonight. But yeah. But I mean, real quick, we're talking about trauma or whatever and a lot of it stems from being young. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I feel like we have something that we want to get into that's going to help a lot of kids understand why they are who they are, and to push them past that and understand that, yo, you might we have sh- went through this, uh-huh. but you can get past that, and yes. you have so much ahead of you.
1: And I don't think we should release the name yet. Why not? Because I don't want people to steal it. It's not LLC yet. I mean, we don't got our non-profit. Okay,
0: cool. So, Do you
1: agree with that? I mean, if you want to, go for it. But cool I just don't want to what to steal it. Steal I would be shit. so mad because we really like this name and we don't want to know what to steal
0: Yeah, but we're going to start um, a non-profit organization. So our plan is we have a lot you know, going on right now. But after about July-ish, mm-hmm. maybe August, we want to start tapping into um, getting this stuff off the ground. It's going to be a non-profit for, I mean, just I the youth. Yeah. I mean, the youth.
1: And the thing about it is we want to be not only mentors, but t- uh, not only mentors, but resources for these yeah. kids we want them to come to us because i mean whatever it may be like some kids just can't talk to their parents about certain things
0: yeah for sure and
1: not even that we're trying to be their parents we're just trying to be an outlet for them and we want to do it you know do fun things like go camping and fishing and teaching kids different things about life and get and keeping them off the streets and just really be a Help them find their voice and be a voice. So yeah,
0: and understand, you know, you want you might have went through some things, but there's nothing that's gonna stop you from winning where you want to get yeah. to. Like period. your success
1: is there, and every everybody has a path, and mm-hmm. that path can change so easily just by going making a left and you were supposed to make a right
0: or just having somebody to tell you that you can make it somewhere yeah like when being we think a about
1: support it, yeah when
0: you think like the reason I know that I'll be able to do something like this is okay so for instance I wanted I really do want to work with athletes young athletes mm-hmm. because my own path where I stumbled at all the places I stumbled in trying to make it to where I wanted to go I know like looking back like damn I to focus on this more. If I, Or, shit, if I just had somebody there to tell me, yo, focus dad on this. My dad was
1: gone, right?
0: Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I didn't have nobody after my dad mm-hmm. passed. The only people I had to talk to were kids my age that was trying to find their own way. I didn't have a big homie. I had a big brother, you know what I'm saying? But he was focused on other things, which I understand. He's 10 years older than me. Right. And my other big brothers, even my, my big sister, you know what I'm saying? She was young, but still seven years older than me. She already had a family, you know? So I didn't have people to look up to. hmm So, to be that person for a kid to look up to and to steer them in the right direction, like, I feel like one of the people that I shouted out that passed last week was Coach John Thompson. Remember, we told, we was talking about how and like, yo, this man changed my life. Yeah. I feel like a lot of us that are grown can be that Coach John Thompson to these people and steer them in that direction to the success. That's all some of us need is somebody to say, yo, you can do this. Yeah. Because in the black community we're told we can't do more than we're told we can
1: do. Not even that we can't, that we just have to work ten times harder. So people mm-hmm. will be afraid of that ten times. Yeah. We're not trying to make that we're we're trying to show these kids that you have a chance. Mm-hmm. Everybody has a chance equally. And if you have to work a little bit harder to get that chance, let's do it. We got some work to do. And we just want not only that, I mean, we want to help with homework and they want to go to college, to teach them about Finances and taxes and
0: I'm an accountant.
1: So, you know, I got to... And just managing money, starting a business portfolio, teaching them things, creating an LLC. I mean, we want to show these kids all these different outlets and really just um, set
0: them up. The things we weren't taught, even in the school, Mm -hmm. like where I'm from, my school was, you know what I'm saying? It was a bunch of teachers that really didn't give a fuck and a bunch of kids from... Bad neighborhoods. Yeah. So we didn't... In school, really, all you're taught is, yo, go through this, graduate, go to college. Here's
1: the steps. Follow these and you'll be great. But
0: it doesn't have to be that. I'm not saying that you you know what I'm saying, not to go to college, but that's not the only road to success. Mm-hmm. So to be like, yo, this is what you should do. Oh, you got an idea for a business? Hey.
1: Let's put it in motion. Yeah,
0: you know it. what yeah. I'm saying? And that's something that a lot of us never heard until we're 30 years old. I mean,
1: and then even you started the LLC before. I mean, me mm-hmm. and you had to really dig into all of these different steps and how to get to do, and it, it's just like if we would have took a business class, but or whatever, we would have been able to figure it out but mm-hmm. you know you just it was showing, a foreign language yeah you know? and foreign just te- and then another thing is like college isn't the only nah. way the only way you can be successful
0: college yes College can put you in good situations for certain jobs, but.
1: Or if you want to do sports or whatever.
0: Yeah, but at the same time, college can put you in a fucking hole and have you waste a lot of time trying yeah. to get to something you never get to $60, use. $60,000 hole. Yeah, you know, you got a degree <laughs> that you can't even use. Yeah. And goes back to, you know, why white people can't call us nigga because their people put a system in where like. But they didn't. their Their people yeah their great granddads that had was a redlining yeah yeah all that shit yeah they put it to where like yeah you got that degree but you can't use it because we're gonna take timmy instead of you Mm -hmm. nigger yeah you know what i mean so so i mean that's something that That that's very
1: true that is very true so uh, shit and then teaching these kids hey you go create your own business and hire your people
0: you know what i mean (laughs) or hire
1: these these peers amongst you that you see because I've been working in corporate six, seven years, mm-hmm. and black people are always such a minority. I mean, yeah. two to three out of a 60, 60 people, you know, it, the ratio is just mm-hmm. always um, pretty low. So,
0: And that's another thing. I feel like school, the way that it's set up, you know school is controlled. What you learn is controlled by certain people.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Okay,
0: so they want us to learn certain things, not to become a boss, but to be workers. Mm-hmm. You know we're set up by whoever's making this curriculum. Yo, we're gonna teach you how to be a worker. We're not about to teach you how to be the one percenter up here with us and right. all of that. You know what I mean? So I don't know. It's, it's I can't read that. But um, yeah, we just wanna we just wanna steer kids in the right direction, man. That's all.
1: One child at a time. Yeah, and I think him and I are just we bonded on this before we even i mean this was something that we both wanted to do before we even like we were gonna do it separately and then he's like babe why don't we just do it together i'm like okay <laughs>
0: yeah which is crazy like early on we were saying "Yo, i wanted to help work with kids you like me too like yeah. that was just something natural yeah. like you know what let's go ahead and join and and we can reach up
1: join forces
0: yeah you know so we're I really think, excited yeah so. yeah so you know we, will when we that.
1: start having like fundraisers and um groups and needing other mentees we'll definitely Mm -hmm. keep you guys posted so you guys can rock with us
0: and help us out yo and even having something like just some type of community event yo y'all come out and get some food bring your kids and we got bounce houses out here like just come come vibe with us so you can see what we're about and hopefully you trust it trust us enough to hey Here's my child, like we're here. Mm-hmm. But you know, they could use this extra push or another voice and we'll yeah. be that other voice.
1: Yeah. So we'll definitely yeah. keep you guys posted though.
0: Yeah, but um other than that, is there anything else you want to touch on right now? Is there anything else you want to go on touch? Do you are you do we have to talk about the word nigga anymore or no? We straight we go. All right nigga. We <laughs> but um
1: No, I, mean, I think this was a great conversation. I always love chopping it up with you.
0: <laughs> Don't say that like just <laughs> you fucking cornball <laughs> but anyway so um yo subscribe to our channels man subscribe to our youtube We out here episode two um, youtube so we're not we're on other um podcasts provided yep. that i didn't know of so you know check us out on youtube apple podcast spotify google podcast breaker pocket cash radio public not we here. on all of those. we on all so of those. So don't even
1: say you couldn't find us. <laughs>
0: yeah, two Ps in a podcast. It's not hard to find. So follow us on IG. You yep. know, on IG... Um we got the link in the bio. Mm-hmm. We booked and busy out and here. And
1: share our post. I mean, all it takes is a simple share. Share it to your story. That'd be great. Tell
0: a friend to tell a friend, man. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, we, we, trying to,
0: we trying to get big out here. You it's know? not
1: even that we are trying to get big. We just have great conversations, so we want everybody to listen. Like, even tonight was a good conversation. And obviously, leave your feedback and let us know if there's, I mean, if you agree with what was said tonight or if there was, other things that you'd like us to touch on let us know because i think tonight was like a little taste of the type of podcast we wanted you guys to understand because this isn't a relationship podcast no it's we're not. in a relationship but that's not all we're going to talk about and so. please
0: believe like this was more of a deep conversation like you know we were transparent in some things and it was some things shared but don't make don't think that we're just gonna be this super serious all the time like we're gonna get into some shits mm-hmm. too you know what yeah. i mean so it's for sure. everybody but you know on instagram your name on Instagram is?
1: At Katrina Damas underscore. I'm going to have to change that soon.
0: To... Yeah, because you're not about to be Damas no more. be K- K-W. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> Keller Williams. <laughs> <You> know, that, <laughs> Keller Williams. That uh, real estate company.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, follow on Instagram. Follow me at Um Follow our podcast page. That's where you'll get any updates about the podcast. Two Ps, period. N, period. P- A, A- period podcast yeah there's not a period at the end oh
1: yeah there's not
0: <laughs> not a period at the end but yeah follow us on there for you know all our updates anything we got coming up you know clips to let you know maybe what the next episode is about because we're gonna be on some other bullshit on the next episode so subscribe to everything follow us on everything share everything so people can follow us as well you know we're trying to start a family a community and we want to we do want to get big so we can give back and put other people on, man. That's what it's about. So that's it, man. I ain't got nothing else to talk about. We got a movie to watch.
1: Yes. We're about to go watch the Fred Hampton movie. Fred Judas Hampton. and the Black
0: Messiah. Yeah. You know, I've been waiting for this to come out for like eight months. So we about to go ahead and tap into that. Okay. So, so let's go. All right. Cool. Fred so Matt. yo, y'all. that's episode two. We'll see Bye, y'all, y'all. next Tuesday. Thanks for listening. Yes, sir.